Praise the Lord. Okay. Okay. Uh, again, just, just real, real briefly here. Here's your Bible laid out. Genesis to what? Revelation. It's a historic line. I don't care how you slice it. You can pick one of these out. Say Jeremiah. Jeremiah, such and such. He was actually a high priest's son. He was the son of a high priest during the days of. He didn't say, this is all going to be for your future. You can use it in 2018. No, he was hitting them home right then. They were fixing to be wiped out by Nebuchadnezzar. And it was the final warning. And Jeremiah didn't want to do it. Jeremiah put his hands on his hips one time and said, Lord, you never let me say anything good. And the Lord said, that's because there's not anything good. They're worshiping idols, okay? And if you don't want to be my representative, I'll stop. And Jeremiah goes, no, I'll just stick with what you're doing. And it was really, Jeremiah had really a great ride, incredible ride, historic line. Just, it's not thou shalt, thou shalt. Read the story. Fantastic. He got thrown in a sewer well, was left to die. He wasn't in there but probably a couple hours. One of the king's men, top dog so-and-so, one of the king's counselors says, you can't do that to Jeremiah. Who's pleading your case when you're in trouble? God is. What a miracle. And then I told you the story. They threw a rope down to him. They threw a bunch of rags too. What for? Ah, rope's good enough. Get the old boy out. No. Jeremiah, put those ropes on your arms so it won't hurt you when we pull you out. Praise the Lord. And God had promised him at the start, I will take care of you. You will be safe. Be my spokesman. Okay. Today, we just wander around. Sometimes we think, well, I'm out there by myself. And the Lord's sitting there saying, like he told all the disciples, have you not read? You know, all the people that is. Have you not read? Well, we're going to read. Okay. All right, anyway, so that's all historic. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> Genesis, beginnings, all this. Jesus quoted more from Genesis than anywhere. So he's a big liar, isn't he? Well, no, he can't be no liar. As in the days of Noah. <laughs> Jesus, you don't believe in Noah, do you? Yes, he does. He was there. Wow. Exodus, they got out. He was there. Wow. Okay, anyway, you get all the way down here to they got in the promised land and Joshua didn't last long, did it? What happened here? Judges certainly not the promised land. Well, it is, but they're all running for cover. You know, Ruth was in the land of Moab and she came back to the land of Israel. It was starting to get a little better. And the truth is because these people were starting to worship the Lord more. First Samuel, that's where David comes on the scene and here comes your kings. Wow. Kings didn't last long, maybe about 500 years. And then, two was gone. These repeat each other. First Chronicles and Second Chronicles. Same thing happened in Kings. A little bit different story. And they're gone. Nebuchadnezzar's got them. Then they get to come back. That's what Ezra and Nehemiah is. But we're going to drop over here where Nebuchadnezzar got them. And let's go straight to uh, Daniel. You say, but what about all that other history? It, it, go read those books. It's not history. Well, it is history. But it was, it was a prophet that was speaking during these times. See, see how great it is? This is the direct history. These are the prophets that commented right here. Excuse me. Oh, Ezekiel or Jeremiah. You know what lamb is? Lamentations. They lost their whole nation. And he's grieving over it saying, man, we're a bunch of bozos. Ezekiel, same thing. Anyways, here we are, Daniel. Daniel chapter 1. And this is actually before Nebuchadnezzar completely wiped it out. Here we go. Daniel chapter 1. Three years after King Jehoiakim Jehoiakim began to rule in Judah, uh, Babylon's Nebuchadnezzar attacked Jerusalem with his armies. You can read this in 2 Chronicles and also 2 Kings. The story's there. They weren't completely wiped out yet. Okay. They just beat the poop out of them and made Israel pay taxes. Okay. And the Lord gave him victory over Jehoiakim. No, I don't I don't know. Moses said he was going to do that. If you worship idols, I will cause these other nations to rip you up. So that's what happened. 
When he returned to Babylon, he took along with him the sacred cups of the temple of God and placed them in the treasures of his God in the land of Shinar. Well, those sacred cups never existed. Oh, yes, they did. Good grief. Solomon had that whole place built. It was gorgeous. And they lost it all because they worshipped idols. Each king was different. Some kings were better. Hezekiah was good. King Asa was good. He had a couple of moments there. Manasseh was horrible, but at the end, Manasseh was okay. But I mean, God even said, man, have you seen how Manasseh has repented of his sins? Manasseh threw his kids to the fire. Oh, I worship you, you God of nobody. Take one of my kids. Why don't you take yourself? No. <laughs> horrible. Anyway, so anyway, uh, he ordered... We'll just call him Aaron, since we got Aaron here. That's Ashapaz and as whatever. Who was in charge of the palace personnel? Okay. All right. This is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Just think about how blessed we are. You're out there in the water with your boat. You think you'd get out? You think you'd be, like some people say, lucky? Rich, you're just lucky. On the way to church this morning, I was coming down, fixing to pick up Bob, and I passed by um, the Church of Conscience or whatever it is. I don't know what it's called. I'm not gonna, I don't want to spend much detail, but listen to this. They don't worship anything. Well, they worship, I don't know what they worship. They took over the Jehovah Witnesses building right there, and they, it's, a, it's a consciousness. They, 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 it's, oh, it's definitely not Jesus. It's not even close. And I watched this one woman getting out. She's a young lady, and I, you know, of course, I wouldn't make it up my mind. Yeah, she probably looks like this, looks at whatever, but it didn't matter. That's just what they want to do. You know, they, they're, they don't want to worship our God. Okay, so I'm driving along to pick up Bob, and I'm thinking about it, you know. And you know the thing that makes us different, except for the pressure we're getting in the Bible Belt to let our God be nothing, except for he's there when we have trouble. Oh, pitter, patter, pitter. No! We have a God that does miracles. That's what gets this girl's attention. You live your life, you call on Jesus to help you, and that will change that girl's life. But if we just assume, well, God never helps, and he doesn't help me financially, well, then she's doing the same thing we're doing. We just believe God doesn't do anything either. Their God certainly don't do nothing. And, and she goes to her, hum, whatever, or they, or they talk about, I read on the internet how the tea leaves or whatever, or the trees, God is in the... Ridiculous. Look how this compares to that. They brought back as captives young men from the royal family. So these were probably descendants of David. Wow. To teach them the Chaldean language and literature. Pick strong, healthy, good-looking lads, he said. Whoops, what happened? <clears throat> It's starting to go away? No, I don't want that, please. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, let me stop that. Here we go. Okay. All right, here we go. Pick strong, healthy lads, and those who have read wi- widely in many fields as well-informed, alert, sensible, and have enough poise to look good around the palace. The king assigned them the best food and wine from his own kitchen during their three-year training, planning to make them his counselors when they graduated. Now, remember these boys here, they knew about the Lord. They also knew what their parents had done, Worshiping idols and all this kind of stuff. Daniel, hey, we know him. Daniel, my brother, you are. It's not about Elton John, okay? This is Daniel, a historic guy, okay? He's a captive and he's a young guy at this point. He's young. Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah were of the four young men chosen from the tribe of Judah. Who else is from the tribe of Judah? Jesus is, isn't that right? Okay. However, their superintendent gave them Babylonian names like what? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That's what that is. Belteshazzar for Daniel. Wow. Okay. So here we go. But Daniel made up his mind. He said not to eat the food and wine given to them by the king. Now, don't jump into this thing. Is this a nutritional thing? Whatever. No. He knew Jews kosher. Okay. There's things. Don't do this. Don't do that. You don't have to stay away from the wine. That was not part of the program. Nazarite vow, yes. But when you got off of it, go back to your wine. You had to tithe your wine. You're supposed to bring your sacrifice and bring your wine or strong drink or beer. 
Okay. Anyway, now as it happens, so stay with the story, not the nutrition. Okay. Now it has happened. God gave them special appreciation. Look at this. God gave, had given the superintendent special appreciation for Daniel. I've watched this so many times in my life because I'm thinking when I go in, I'm going at work. Man, these guys don't like me. <laughs> They've got an issue with me or whatever, and I'll pray about it. And when I walk in there, Richard, we want you to teach a class. That happened to me this week. <laughs> I was in there going, because see, my job is fixing to be up, coming up. And we're going to roll over to a new contractor, and I don't want to roll out. I want to stay in. Anyway, but, you know, this is what part of trusting the Lord is. Trust the Lord. Don't trust your feelings. and what Trust the Lord. Look at this. It said God had given the superintendent a special appreciation for who the heck is Daniel? Anyway, in his, in his sympathy for his predicament, predicament, yeah. But he was alarmed by Daniel's suggestion. Now think about it. Now look, I'm afraid for you, guy, because if you start looking sickly, I'm going to get killed. Okay. I'm afraid you're going to look pale and thin compared to the other youths your age, he said. And the king will behead me for neglecting my duties. Now notice what Daniel said. Daniel didn't say, well, just tough it. We don't want to play. No, he said, hey, give us 10 days and we'll show you. Yeah, but maybe it's not the Lord's will. Oh, please. If you want to know that thing, the Lord's will, it's Jesus in the garden. Take this cup from me. You know, but if it's the only way I can have it is to, is to die on the cross, you know, that's, that's where the, if it be thy will. The rest of it is not. All things are possible, you know, to he that believeth. You're not believing anything if you just think, well, it's just up in the air. Whatever, it's your call, God. Oh, please. Man, that's not the way the prayer works in the scriptures. You see that in 23rd Psalm? You know, Lord, you're, if it be thy will, you can be my shepherd. You know, <laughs> you, if it be thy will, you can make me lie down in green pastures. No, you make me lie down in green pastures. You lead me beside the still waters. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Think of that compared to the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer was this. Give us this day. Oh, if it be thy will. No, give us this day our daily bread. Even the dogs get the crumbs. That woman said, great is thy faith, your daughter's healed. I mean, come on, you can just go forever and ever with this. Okay, here we go. All right, so anyway, and he suggests a 10-day diet of vegetables and water. Then at the end of this trial, and he was like, oh, I'll go to heaven if I just drink vegetables and water. Oh, please, don't go there. There's more to this story. It's Jesus behind this, Okay. Then at the end of this trial period, the steward will see whether they looked in comparison to the other fellows that the kings ate the rich foods and decide whether or not to continue their diet. The steward finally agreed to the test. Well, at the end of the 10 days, Daniel and his three men looked healthier and better. Okay, wow, cool. Now don't blame the veggies or you're going to be in trouble. Because there's chapter 2, there's chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5, and there's no veggies in there, okay? It's God who did all this. All right, here we go. Oh, God gave these four youths vegetables. No, he didn't. Look what he gave them. Learn, the ability to learn as soon as they, excuse me, he gave these four youths great ability to learn. I've used it, I graduated college on this. I heard about this. I didn't know the story behind it, but I knew the fantastic verse, and I just grabbed hold of it. Knowledge and skill, all wisdom and learning. Praise the Lord. God's given me that. Knowledge and skill, I never read the story, but I, I grabbed the verse, because I thought that's what you do. You just grab the verse. Grab the verse and run. Well, you can start there, but you ought to go back and find out why. Praise the Lord. These guys have been kicked out of their kingdom. Their God was gone. Their temple was way back over there, probably 500 miles away. They're by themselves. God gave them great ability to learn, and they soon mastered all the literature and science of the time. God gave to Daniel special ability and understanding in the meaning of dreams and visions. When the three-year training period was complete, boy, then they were brought before King who? Nebuchadnezzar. And he asked them some questions. Hey, here, boy number one. Let me ask you this. Boy, I tell you what, look what happened. He gave them oral exams. 
as he'd been ordered to do. King Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar had long talks with each one of them. None of them impressed them. Look at that. As much as Daniel. And this is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So he put, look at this. So they were put on his regular staff as advisors. And in all matters, get this, all matters. Now why do we have the history? Because this is you. That's the beautiful part of our Bible. It's history, proof. And then you get to prove it in your life. Praise the Lord. I want that, Lord. And you got it. You're so much of a of greater advantage than these boys were at the time. Because they could have said, we don't want to play the Jesus stuff anymore. But Daniel said, yeah, we are too. And that was the reason for the food stuff over there. We're going to stay, we're going to stay with our choice. Anyway, in all matters of requiring information, balance, judgment, the king found these four, 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 four. He found these four. Their young men's advice, ten times better than all the skilled magicians and wise astrologers in his realm. And guess what? You're the exact same way. Anyway, Daniel held this appointment. Now, here's the timeline. As the king's counselor until the first year of the reign of King Sirius. He picked it up from there, too. So Nebuchadnezzar wasn't going to last long. He's actually going to go kind of quick. Watch this. Here we go. Boom. History. Look what happened next. One night in the second year, here's your time frame, of King Nebuchadnezzar's reign, he had a terrifying nightmare and woke up with fear. And to make matters worse, he couldn't remember his dream. Now, this week, I was just doing it as a challenge for myself. Because I, 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 that's happened to me several times. Actually, a couple times this week. You know, I, I was dreaming about something. And when I woke up, I was sitting there going, what was I dreaming about? And sometimes you'll remember it, but sometimes you don't. And so I knew what was going on here. Okay. He immediately called in his magicians, his incantations, his sorcerers, his astrologers. Demanded that they tell him what his dream had been. Notice... Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego weren't in that list. I've had a terrible nightmare, he said, as they stood before him. And I can't remember what it was. Now remember, this is not some dopey king. 120-something probably. It was the whole known world at the time. Babylonian Empire, you go look it up in your western sieve, buddy. It's all over the place. Saddam Hussein called himself Nebuchadnezzar, a descendant of Nebuchadnezzar. Anyway. I can't remember what it was. Tell me, for I fear some tragedy awaits me. Now think about it. He's paying these guys to be witch doo-doos and whatever and all that kind of stuff. They're being paid for that. And now they can't shine. What do I pay you for? Y'all are over with. So that's what he's going to say. The astrologer speaking in Aramaic said to the king, of course, Aramaic's not a lone language. That's fable. No, Aramaic is a very common language in the world. We know where those people are. Okay, uh, sir, tell us the dream, and then we'll tell you what it means. The king, I know, I tell you the dream is gone. I can't remember it. And if you won't tell me what it means or what it was or what it means, I'll have you torn apart from limb to limb. Your house is made into heaps of rubble. Really, doo-doo is what that is. The King James, it's, it's their word for whatever. Okay, but I will give you many wonderful gifts and honors if you tell me what the dream was. So take off, boys. Oh, God, they were panicking. So, look at that. So begin. Let's hear it. They said, how can we tell you the dream unless you tell us what it was? I know your trick. You're trying to stall for time until the calamity befalls me that the dream foretells. But if you don't tell me the dream, you certainly can't expect me to believe your interpretation. The astrologer replied, they're in the man alive. Look at that. They're in the man alive that can tell others what they have dreamed. Now hold up a second. Where have we heard this before? Joseph, coat of many colors. And he didn't just do one dream. Remember, he was in prison and he did the dream for the baker and he did the dream for the other guy who worked in the staff. And then two years later, the king has a dream, Pharaoh does, and he's going, man, I do not know what's going on here. And, and, the, and the guy that was working with the king goes, oh, I forgot. <laughs> There's a guy in prison. He interpreted a dream for me. So they cleaned up Joseph and got him in there. 
Watch what happens here. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? They're not even in this yet. They're in the man alive, they said, who could tell what they've dreamed. And there isn't a king in all the world who would ask such a thing. Oh, my gosh. Well, they might as well fight back. They're doomed anyway. This is an impossible thing for the king to require. No one except the gods can tell your dream, and they're not here to help. Yeah, they never are here to help. Our God is. Upon hearing this, the king was furious and sent out orders to execute the wise men. Now, now was he taking his time? Uh, I will, you know, I will. Y'all just have that. He was mad. Kill them. Kill them all. Look at this. Daniel and his companions were rounded up with the others to be killed. Well, another day in paradise. <laughs> what happens to Christians? Now, we're talking about Christians in the Bible here, not Christians who just, just, just don't ever pray. Good grief. Then we know what pray. Oh, I pray. Oh, I go to church. I, I didn't say go to church. I said you just found out you were scheduled to be executed. <clears throat> But anyway, when Arioch, the chief executioner, came to kill them, Daniel handled the situation with great wisdom by saying, Whoa! <laughs> hey! Why is the king so angry? What's the matter? Now, why would Daniel say that? He could get something done. Then Arioch told him what had happened. So Daniel went in to see the king. He just went in there. Look what he said. Give me... Let's, see if, let's just see if this is faith. Let's see. Give me a little time. And if God does or if he doesn't... Is that what he says? Ooh, jump back. And I'll tell you what the dream and what it means. Do you remember Moses told the Israelites when they were being chased by Pharaoh? Tell the people to go forward. You're out of your mind. This is the Red Sea. God said, quit praying and go forward. He told Moses, raise your rod. Yeah, raise my rod over the sea. Moses was good with that rod at this time. He's like, yeah, man, I threw it down and became a snake. Heck yeah. Held it out there. And God told him what would happen. Wow. Where's our God when you need him? Well, we don't want to bother God. Look what Daniel said. I will tell you what the dream is and what it means. Wow! Then he went home and he told, this is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Hanayah, Mishael, his companions, they asked God of heaven to show them his mercy by telling them the secret so that they would not die with the others. Now that's selfish. That is so selfish. There's people in Africa that need help. That's selfish. Look, I don't like brown recluses. I don't want to get bit. You bet I've already had my prayer. Hallelujah. I'm not going to sit there. Well, if it's the Lord's will, I'd like to have half my arm rot off, you know. And if it's the Lord's will that, you know, my dog get run over by a car, I don't want to get involved. No. In everything but prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Okay. And, and then Peter says, cast your burden on the Lord. And, the, and he's quoting from Psalm 55, 11, and he shall sustain thee. Well, he ain't going to sustain me very well if it may happen or may not happen. Stay there till you get it. Sweep your house till you find the coin. Anyway. So anyway, so that we won't die. And that night, in a vision, God told Daniel what the king had dreamed. And I tell you why. It's because he did this. Then Daniel, wouldn't you be? <laughs> he's on fire, man. He's like, whoa. Blessed be the name of God forever. Now, he's not going, oh, because I found. No, because he wasn't going to get killed. Oh, he knew. Who alone has all wisdom and power? World events are under his control. He removes kings, sets them up on the throne. He gives wise men their wisdom and scholars intelligence. Well, then what does he do for you? Same thing, same thing. And he reveals profound mysteries beyond man's understanding. He knows all hidden things for he is light and darkness and no obstacle to him. I thank and praise you, O God of my fathers, for you have given me wisdom. And look at this glowing health. Actually, Lord, it wasn't you as the vegetables. You know, I want to thank, I want to, I want to worship the vegetables. No, it was Jesus, okay? 
Okay? And even now, this vision of the king's dream and understanding what it means. Then Daniel went to see Arioch and said, hey, look, I got it. Who's been ordered to execute the wise men of Babylon. Now notice, he's going to reach out and save all these other guys. Don't kill them. Take me to the king. I'll tell you what he wants to know. Then Arioch, now remember the real test is the Nebuchadnezzar could have gone, no, that wasn't it. No, Nebuchadnezzar went bozo right here. He said, that was it. Arioch hurried Daniel to the king and said, I found one of the Jewish, 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 Jewish. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, that's the Lord. Okay, it's the Lord's. Okay, anyway, the Lord had something to do with this. Who will tell you your dream? The king said to Daniel, is this true? Can you tell me my dream, what it means? He says, no wise man, <laughs> astrologer. But see, look what Daniel's doing. He says, oh, I love this. I love it. One of, one of my favorite Carmen songs is in there. There is a God in heaven. Now, if you can't count on him, I'm going to quit singing that song. But see, that's the difference between me and that woman. I'm not going to hurt her feelings at all, but she's going to find out from me instead of going, wow, you need to be a Baptist. You're worshiping something that's not real. They're never going to get it, but they will get it like Nebuchadnezzar's fixing to get it. This is how they get it. There is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, and He's told you in a dream what will happen in the future. This was your dream. Oh, man, Daniel, I hope you're right. No, Daniel knew he was. You dreamed of coming events. He who reveals secrets was speaking to you. Oh, my gosh, this is prophetical. And in 2018, we'll have a bunch of prophets together in Astronomus in the National Enquirer. And you'll read about prophet. Get the history. This is all it was. But remember, it's not because I'm wiser than any other person. Oh, Daniel. Oh, I read the book about Daniel. And Daniel was such a Christian. Oh, please. Why did he lose his parents? His parents were on the bottom of the totem pole. Worshiping idols, probably. Daniel just figured out this ain't getting us anywhere. Okay. O king, you saw a huge and powerful statue of a man. Shining, brilliant, frightening, and terrible. The head of the statue was made of purest gold. Its chest and arms were so... You know, Nebuchadnezzar's going, that's it, that's it, that's it. But now remember, he's listening too. Its belly and thighs of brass, its legs of iron, its feet uh, part iron and part clay. But as you watched, a rock, a rock, a rock, hmm, a rock, hmm, hmm, hmm. Remember, Daniel already said it's the Lord who sets up these things. Remember, it was the Lord who raised up Nebuchadnezzar to go take care of an idol-worshipping group of Jews. Book of Jeremiah, he said, Whoa, I didn't tell you to go that far. Nebuchadnezzar went too far. He was really tearing up the Jews. He didn't want them doing that. You read it for yourself. Okay. But as you watched, a rock was cut from the mountainside by supernatural means. It came hurling towards the statue, crushed the feet. Ouch! Smashing into bits. So the whole statue collapsed into a heap of iron, clay, and brass, and silver, and gold. Its pieces were crushed as small as chaff, and the wind blew them away. But the rock that knocked the statue down became a great mountain covered all the earth. Scratch, scratch, scratch. Yeah, you know who that mountain is. That's the kingdom of God. Anyway, here we go. Here we go. Let's keep going. Let's find out. Let's make sure. Your majesty, you are the king. Actually, it may not be. It's this, this other rock something else. Excuse me. Your majesty, you're the king over many kings. The God of heaven has given you your kingdom, power, glory, strength, and glory. You rule from the father's provinces. Even animals, birds are under your control. As God decreed, you're that head of gold. But your kingdom has come to an end, another world. But after your kingdom has come to an end. And another will arise to take your place. Yeah, okay. The empire will be inferior to yours, and after that kingdom's fall, see, that kingdom's going to fall. There'll be a third power, represented by the bronze bellies, Persians, whatever, and it's going to be the, uh, what are the Greeks, whatever the order is. 
they'll rise to rule the world. Following that, the fourth kingdom will be strong as iron, smashing whatever. Just get the history. Don't jump in there and say, I know what that is. I know what that is. Your history timeline will tell you. We won't have to argue about that. Okay. The feet and toes you saw, part iron and part clay, show that later on the kingdom will be divided. Some parts will be as strong as iron, some be as weak as clay. The mixture of iron and clay that show the kingdoms will try to strengthen themselves by forming an alliance with each other through intermarriage of their rulers. But this will not succeed, for the iron and clay don't mix. During the reigns of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never, there it is, be destroyed. That's certainly not the Roman Empire. Where was he coming from that? See, I think that's what that rock is. Anyway, no one will ever conquer it. It'll shatter all kingdoms into nothingness. And it, yeah, that's right. I knew it. Okay. And it'll stand forever. That's the meaning of the rock. That's our Jesus. Upon this rock, I'll build my church. You know, the stone which the builders rejected. How far can we go with this? Okay. Lead me to that rock that is higher than I am. Psalm 61. Anyway. Thus the great God has shown what will happen in the future. And this is the interpretation of your dream and, uh, and certainty as my, excuse me, uh, as sure and as certain as my description of it. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, you dummy, execute this boy. No, 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 no. Look what happened. Nebuchadnezzar fell to the ground before Daniel, worshipped him. Now remember Daniel said, hey, it ain't me. Commanded his people to offer burnt sacrifices and sweet incense before him. <laughs> ain't going to do you no good. Okay. Truly, O king, now get the history. Look what the king, Nebuchadnezzar did this. We ain't even got the Daniel in the lion's den. Guess what? Daniel in the lion's den, lion's den Nebuchadnezzar is not even alive anymore. It's King Cyrus who was duped. Okay. Your God is the God of gods. Ruler of kings. Revealer of mysteries. Same thing Pharaoh said. Because he has told you the secret. Then, Daniel, then the king made Daniel very great. Gave him many valuable gifts. Which of course he gave to the homeless. Because you don't need this. Poverty will ruin you. I mean, I mean, you know, prosperity to ruin you. Then we need to go to streets of dirt and we die. It's streets of gold. Praise the Lord. Genesis chapter 2 describes the, re, the recap of creation where nuggets of pure gold are found. Wow. So much beauty in this earth. It's wonderful. Anyway. And appointed him to be ruler over the whole province of Babylon as well as chief over all his wise men. Oh, my gosh. Now, what about you today? Well, I think you can figure it out. <coughs> then at Daniel's request, the king appointed, oh my goodness, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego as Daniel's assistants to be first in charge of the affairs of the province of Daniel. Daniel served as chief magistrate in the king's court. Praise the Lord. My goodness. Hang on a second. Let me check something. Praise the Lord. Okay. Um, look at this. It doesn't quit there. King Nebuchadnezzar, because of that dream, he made him a doggone 90-foot statue. Here it is. Set it up in the plains of Dura province. Then he sent messengers to the prince, the governors, the captains, the treasurers, whatever, counselors, all this kind of stuff. Dedication of the statue. When they had arrived, they were standing before the monument. He put out a a herald, shouted, all the people, nations, what are they going to do? Bow down and worship. Okay. Real quick, what happened? When the band strikes up, boom. Strike up here to fall flat on your the ground and worship the king's gold statue. See, back to those vegetables again. I don't want to eat that stuff. I'm going to do what God wants me to eat, okay? Anyone who refuses to obey will be thrown into the burning, fiery furnace. So when the band began to play, everyone, whatever his nation, language, religion, they fell to the ground, worshiped the statue. But some officials went to the king and accused some of the Jews refusing to worship. Now, who did we find out didn't worship the other day, we heard? That was uh, Mordecai. He wasn't going to bow down to, you know, Haman. 
I ain't bound down to you. Yeah. It was because of his religion. Your majesty, they said, you made a law. Everyone must fall down and worship the gold statue when the band strikes up. Okay. And that anyone who refuses will be thrown into the flaming fire. But there are some Jews, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who you put in charge of the Babylonian affairs, who've defied you, refusing to serve your gods and worship the gold statue. But we ain't doing that. Okay. All right, here we go. So what happened? Nebuchadnezzar, he was calm. He was ticked off. Look what he says. Shadrach, he said, get him, get him in here. All right. He ordered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be brought before him. Is it true? Let me get this right. Let me, remember, he's mad. Is it true? <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you're refusing to serve my gods and worship the gold statue I set up? I'll give you one more chance. When the music plays, if you, if you fall down in worship... The statue, all be well. But if you refuse, you're going to be thrown into the burning fiery furnace or you'll be thrown into the flaming furnace within one hour. And look at what he says. And what God, what God, what God can deliver you out of my hands? Look what they said. Now they had a contemporary 150 years ago by the name of Isaiah. When you walk through the fire, you'll not be burned. They'd heard all these things. Because Isaiah, one time Isaiah's running around the place naked. God said, take your clothes off. We can't do this as Baptists. That's not going to look good. First Baptist pastor walking around naked. He did it on purpose because he was trying to tell them, y'all worship idols, y'all going to be hauled off nude. Walked around naked. Now you think these boys heard this story? I know they did. When you walk through the fire, you'll not be burned. That's if you worship me. But boy, if you worship these other gods, you're going to perish. All right, taking that in mind. <clears throat> so, who's going to rescue you? Okay. Uh, his fa- Look at this. Oh, yeah, so he they said, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we're not worried what will happen to us. Okay. If we're thrown in the burning fire, in the fir- flaming furnace, look at this. Our God is able to deliver us. And look at this phrase. And he will deliver us out of your hand. Now, some people choke right here because they go, well, but if not, nah. I would have just said, get rid of these guys. No, that's not what they heard. Uh, that's not what the king heard. The king said their God was going to show up. Now, if the king thought that, instead of thinking that, well, it might not happen, he would say, get these boys out of my sight. No, they heard that. Our God's able, and he will. So what did the king do? He was furious. That ticked him off. And they were, he was angry. And notice what he does. He said, well, fire's hot enough. No. He heard their God was going to show up. Matter of fact, the book of Hebrews says so. They were, they were delivered from fire. Anyway, quench the violence of flame. Okay, but Nebuchadnezzar filled with fury, and his, haste, his face became dark with anger at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He commanded that the furnace be heated up seven times hotter. Why? A few stupid Jews, you can't take care of them just because they said, well, if it don't happen, it don't happen. No, they indicated he was going to show up. All right, anyway. So anyway, uh, look, next thing, that's one thing, heated it up. Second thing, he called the strongest men. What do you need the strongest men for? These are just, uh, they'll obey you. Hey, jump on in. They would have, no, bind them up. They didn't know when this God was going to show up. Number three, they bound them tight with ropes. <laughs> you don't need to bind me. I'll get in there, king. I'll go. Bind them. <laughs> yeah. And because his, the king is anger, he demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames leaped out, killed soldiers. Good grief, that was hot. As they threw him in. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell down, bound into the roaring flames. But suddenly, as he was watching, now think of yourselves, what, what do we have this Mickey Mouse story for? What are you facing? You got flames out there. Things are, I don't, whatever you're facing, I mean, hey, comparable? You think your God's going to take care of you? Yeah, our God's able and he will. All right. Didn't we throw three men in the furnace? Yeah. 
Remember, they're all looking. <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar's down there too. He's probably getting hot. I see four unbound walking around. Look what he says. And they aren't even hurt by the flames. And the fourth looks like a god. The King James Version says, and the fourth looks like the Son of God. Of course, we Baptists, we go, oh, it's Jesus, whatever. Well, it sounds good, but, you know, this is what he actually says. The fourth looks like a god. See, look, here's your note right here. Literally looks like the Son of the gods. Okay, so it's not talking about the Son of God. It's just, he's this guy, whatever, the, it's your angels. Your angels are encamped about you. They'll keep you from getting burnt. Praise the Lord. Anyway, Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could <laughs> because it's hot. I used to think he came right up to the... He couldn't. It killed some of his soldiers. He's, hey, Shadrach! <laughs> Look at what he says. Servants of the Most High God. Hey, I learned something. Y'all, <laughs> y'all come out. They came out. Remember, they were his staff members. They were his favorite staff members. But he was ticked off on it with them at the time. I mean, he spent all that government money on that statue. <laughs> they didn't want to bow down. Right, anyway, then the princes, governors, captains, counselors crowded around him, and they saw that the fire hadn't touched them. Not a hair was singed. Their coats weren't, uh, were unscorched. They didn't even smell the smoke. I wasn't stuck out there in the middle of the garden for the lake. This is par for the course. God will take care of you. Bugs, snakes, whatever it is, finances, trouble with people, whatever. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, blessed, look at that, be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. For he sent his angel to deliver his trusting servants when they defied the king's commandment and were willing to die. In other words, well, you throw us in there, what are you going to do? But our God's able to will. Rather than to serve and worship any other God, therefore I make a decree. Look at this. <laughs> any person, nation, language, religion, who speaks against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, here comes that house of poop again. He'll be torn from limb to limb, knocked into a heap of rubble, for there's no other God can do what this one does. Look at this. And the Lord gave promotions to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego so that they prospered greatly. Ah, we've just been reading that Bible. What good will that do you? Oh, a bunch. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Lord. It's, it's timeless. Historical record was wrote. Where was Daniel? Who was Daniel? What time was it? There it is, right before us. What took place? So, Father, if we're faced with, we're not feeling good today. We're sick or whatever. You'll take care of that. Hallelujah. What's so tough about that? Same thing's true if we're facing, you know, financial difficulty. Look, look what you did for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Lord, praise the Lord. You'll take care of us. We'll prosper wherever we're at. If it's some other giant out there, or a fiery furnace, or whatever problem, or we're scheduled for execution, you will get us out. Praise the Lord. Like Mordecai said, the Lord will choose some other way to deliver the Jews. We just thank you for that, Lord. And as Balaam said, oh, that I could die as happy as an Israelite. Lord, we get it. Praise the Lord. So, Father, that doesn't leave anything left for us to go out and tell others what great things you've been doing in our lives and tell them about Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord.